So what's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis. Got another guest this week. Guy I've known for, I think, about five years, um, roughly. We'll dig into that shortly, but we're really excited to have him on the show. I think we're going to have some great stories tonight, so let's get it going. Yeah, come on. feel sad for you you know what i mean you can't find nobody better i mean like you got your standards really low you know you got raise them up a little bit all right welcome back everybody to hvac r&d as ryden said we do have a guest tonight but uh first of all i want to say thanks to lady katie with global for pushing us last week we had a good time uh, I've been hearing from guys that probably one of the best shows we've had. Um, also, ryden has got on the notes here, big announcement. Not sure what that is. Uh, I'll let Ryden get into that. But um, I was going to go ahead and bring our guest in. We've been talking for, I don't know, 10 minutes now. We've, we've, uh, we're burning all the stories out already. But I'm going to bring in a guy here that... Uh, riding like you said known for a few years um pretty cool guys came to some of my classes and uh challenged me a few times so without further ado let's bring in jason and this is what she said oh there ain't no rest for the wicked that don't grow on trees I mean, what do you say, fellas? I mean, hey, Dennis, you know you're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we got, sorry, Lady Katie, but we got a we got a 90s guy back on here. Yeah. She tried to throw out. Um, you can't touch this. Can't touch this. I told her she was she was not old enough to use that as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I remember parachute pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of look like the. Uh, that's what we should do, right? And we should get the uh, some yes. parachute pants yes. on our swag, 
on our swag. So, so, so speaking of the big announcement, Dennis kind of just let the cat out of the bag. But if you go to our Podbean website or you go through Facebook or Instagram for our our link tree, you will notice that the HVAC R&D swag shop is now live and kicking. Um, yeah, There's not a ton of stuff on there yet as we're just getting it moving, but there's some hats, um, stickers, and all help is appreciated, guys. No hoodies. Uh, so there's not yet. Not yet. Well, look, gotta you got to you got to start with the two. Yeah, the two uh, most important things. That's right. Hats and stickers. A flat, a flat bill and a sticker. Yeah. Right. And you know we're following snapback. Well, you know we're following in the footsteps of Mister Turtell. You know we're gonna we're gonna crawl before we walk. <laughs> we're getting there. I'll order a hat here in a minute. Oh, 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 that sounded nice. We're going to get, yep, we're getting right to Making it. Making sure that we do things in order. You know, so, well, first of all, Jason is in HVAC. I guess we should throw that out yeah, there. I guess that'd be a good idea. <laughs> oh, oh, you got to throw the credentials in? Uh, well, we'll get, yeah, I mean. I mean, uh, like, hi, I'm Jason. Yeah, I'm licensed in three states. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to... Um, since we're in distribution, right, and, we, and it is what it is, we don't we don't throw who we work for, and we're going to keep Jason's under the wraps. But uh, he works for a good sized company. Um, Puts a lot of miles on the truck. Oh yeah, I work for. Every the, time I call him, he's in a different state. Seems like smallest, biggest company you never ever heard of. That's <laughs> that's exactly that's what it is. It is. <laughs> I love that dude. Yep. Biggest little company never heard of. Like I talk to people like supply houses and stuff, and they like you know always talking about like how much stuff they do, whatnot. And then like I pull my phone out and show them like a video of us sitting condensers, you know, and there's like three transfer trucks pulled up, flatbeds, and they all stare at you <laughs> in awe. Yeah. So what? Like Jason's the guy you want to ask. What tools do you like right now for vacuum pumps, gauges? Because he, <laughs> they're oh. either going to work or they ain't, and yeah. he's trashing them. Yep, I'll throw them straight into the dumpster. Like, I'm going to tell y'all <laughs> right now, like, for budget-wise, go ahead and get you a field piece, VP8. Get you two hoses, big hoses, two valve core removers. Please, people, do this. If you're pulling through a manifold, this is 2022. There's way better ways to do stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, technology for tools is uh, moving quick, too. But it's not all good. I have noticed that. Technology is great till it works or till it doesn't work, you know? Right. I was trying to... uh, We were trying to set up some VR training. And you know, through the brand we sell and I got my Oculus quest Two VR headset that my daughter got for her birthday. So I'm like, Oh sweet. This is, this is what they tell you to use, put it on. There's a glitch between that and the brand and the, ah, it's just like, this would be sweet if it worked. Um, but it's like the iPhone and Android. There's still a mess there on connecting those two. So, it's great when it works. Right? When it doesn't work, it's just pain. Yep. So, 
speaking of tools, um, I don't know if anybody's seen on Instagram the <laughs> sweet tool that I bought today at a tag office. I so thought I was about to be called a tool. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> So went to the tag office with uh, one of the guys at work. Uh, we, we bought a new box truck and uh, we're standing in there and it's like the smallest tag office I've ever seen. There's one counter and we walk up there and uh, just kind of like when people sell stuff privately at places, they just kind of write on something with a Sharpie and say 20 bucks. Here's this. Yep. There's a flashlight slash taser just sitting there. It says 20 bucks. I'm like, is this real? It's this little 20 year old working behind the counter. She's like, yeah, yeah, there. Some guy sells them in here. I'm like, why, why is he selling them in here? It's a tag office. And she's like, we've had some people buy them and their kids say they're pretty crazy. They hit each other with them and stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to have to pick one up. So I grabbed one and, uh, it's no joke, man. (laughs) I have not been hit with it yet. I was going to let Ryden hit me with it. If we get a hundred likes on his Instagram post, he said I get to hit him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take a hit. Can we repeatedly like him? You know, Hey, a hundred likes. You get one like and that's it. (laughs) I know a lot of people. We get this happening right now. We can make this happen. Hey, let's get it going. Yeah. I posted it on there. It's a it's a really crappy flashlight, but it's a good taser. I think that's the point, um, though, right? I, yeah, disguised. It says police on yeah, one side and stun as, gun. Yeah, disguised as <laughs> yeah, a flashlight. Oh, it's it's a uh, it's a janky box, dude. Like I don't know what's going on with this thing, but I had to get it. I had to. My, my the guy I was working with, he thought I was going to hit him with it the whole time. He kept looking looking around, <laughs> standing behind me. <laughs> he got him scared. We're going to try it out. This is All how right, you get so, the counter guys moving, huh? That's right. <laughs> well, I was thinking, keep it in your tool bag and, you know, can't get a homeowner to act right or a stray dog or... An apprentice that's not doing what you need. Yeah. Just keep them in line. I mean, you can't even do that no more. You can't even yell at them no more. It's get new generation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably it's probably good that I'm not in the field anymore. You know, you miss right. it. I do. I actually was in the field today. I was in a crawl space crawling around. Enjoyed it <laughs> so much. <laughs> I, I missed it so much. <laughs> God, I can't wait to All leave right. here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, here's the thing. Well, I know if I'm going to a job site, which haven't been on one with Jason, so that's a good thing. Um, he doesn't even. I, I know if I'm going have, on one, it's yeah, he doesn't about even two have, hours <laughs> max. He doesn't even have Jason's number in his phone. That, that's how. I mean, oh yeah, I do. I think he's throwing <laughs> the gauntlet down right now. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Believe it or not, I can hack some stuff up, you know? <laughs> no, I think I've only gotten one call, and it was... I, I get it quite often, but I, you, I think you've only seen it that one time with the... Um, you know I remember all my calls, by the way. Right, um, gas furnace? Yep, yep. 230 volt. It was a... It was a uh, 
the transformer I had to switch it over to 208 or vice versa you know i check that thing only one every now every time i check it now right right well that's how it works that's yeah so our our pack units come shipped ready for 230 volt on the transformer and if your building is 208 you're well you're gonna get like 216 on the meter or something like that but it's a huge voltage drop um well it's not huge what was you getting 18 19 or something yep 19 18 19. yeah so most brands when it gets under 19 it, they they don't work so you got to switch the transformer over which I don't know. I didn't really see a lot of 208 in the field. I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's just a hit or miss on that. I think it's just keep you keep you on your toes, you know? Yeah. Well, what's weird is some parts will work, but like on the heating circuit, once it runs through a couple safeties and this and that, pressure switch, she gone. It's like it drops. I had a good one uh, last week. Equinet thermostat, you know, the yep. The lady in the office decided she's going to reprogram the whole thing. No, <laughs> oh, jeez, right? That was like, they did she get into the installer setting? Oh yeah, oh yeah. She had a oh, fan running. That. Yeah, fan. She probably watched me on YouTube get in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She, she watched some YouTube video, no lie. And I was sitting there going, and I was arguing. I'd with die her, laughing right? if it was yours, Dennis. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This lady, she was swearing up and down. She didn't touch it. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, I was like, and this is that we owned a building, you know? And I'm like, I swear to God, lady, if you touch this one more time, I will lock this thing out. I will put this on my phone. I will control it. And I will turn it on air conditioner every day. Every day it will be AC. <laughs> Keep them in oh, mind, Jason. Boy. Patience, bro. Like, that's the, that was like the, day five or day six me stop smoking or something like that i'm sorry no yeah oh yeah strategy didn't just yeah i'm gonna go ahead and apologize it. for jason he quit smoking so i told him to yeah he should have waited till after the show but <laughs> i'm just a little extra sauce salty you know oh, a little extra <laughs> sauce i knew it i knew it so, so, so speaking of that what's yep. everybody drinking start with jason there unfortunately i'm drinking bud light because I ran out of chaser. I, so I still don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is waking up in the morning. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm not, you, you I'm don't, not seeing the problem. You don't yeah, wake up after an episode of this. Unfortunately, right. unfortunately you, you call, I have you to. Call in. You call in after an episode of this show. <laughs> <laughs> if I call in, like nothing's going to get done. I was going to say. Oh, so I'm drinking. I'm drinking the good old headache in a glass, the Riesling from Aldi, the four dollar bottle of uh, Riesling here. Uh, Land shut or whatever. Land shoot. Land shoot. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds yeah, stupid. It's a. It's, a <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good though. It's not bad. I went over here to the little mini fridge I got down here, and I had this and this or white Russians in a can Ooh. from uh, what's that uh, Cutwater place? Dude, they're stout, man. They're like eighteen percent 
it says on the can. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I mean, I it's legit it like a white Russian in a can. Yeah, which it, done. it tastes like a Yoohoo with vodka in it. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> it's not, I don't, that's my wife's. So I'm not drinking that. I think you just ruined <laughs> Yoohoo for me. It did. <laughs> right. Dude, y'all remember Yoohoo's in a can as a kid? Man, Classic. holy cow. I crushed those. And the brownie chocolate. Remember that thing? I don't remember the brownie chocolate. Because that was a RC. RC always distributed it, which might might have just been a North Carolina thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Nah. But I would think you guys had RC stuff down there. Like RC Cola? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had that down here. They got RC Cola. Home on the Moon Pies, you know. Ooh, that's right. So what are you drinking, Ryan? Uh, I fell back to a, a different old favorite. The old uh, Boojum Brewing Company, Hounds of Hellas Munich Lager. <laughs> I think I'm just going to start calling riding Boojum. I like that name. Boojum. <laughs> it's almost Cajun. It, it does sound kind of Cajun. It sounds like some kind of made up Cajun word. You know, ever since I started listening to y'all, I just really want to meet Cajun Joe. Uh, no, right? You, you do want to meet Cajun him. Joe. Yeah. God. Yeah, he's just, he's iconic. <laughs> he's just. Listen to stories the sh- about him. This reminds me of my old boss man. The guy that trained yeah, the me. Yeah, the shit he's done. Oh, man. I've awesome. got, i say I've got some, some recordings of some stories. The last few times I went up there, dad will just get talking. And just because there's so many things that we haven't, you know, I haven't seen or heard or even have record of the last really decade every chance I get if he just starts telling random stories I'll sneakily sometimes turn my phone on and I'll just record him talking for 30 to 45 minutes just to sometimes just sit back and go listen to it again just to hear what he's saying I need to I need to pick a few of them out here and there and we'll throw some on the show well so you know I get calls uh, from guys that are his age and they're usually pretty they're just they're butt hurt you know they call they're pissed off they're like look i've been doing this for 50 years ain't never seen this what the hell and i'm like all right well you know let's but cajun joe calls me well for one if i see him calling me i'm thinking oh shit (laughs) you're in trouble (laughs) this is for real here this is i like get where i can sit down and write you know i'm like (laughs) I can't just grab it while I'm walking around, you know, I have to like, it's going to be something serious. And, uh, but if we, we literally bounce stuff off each other and cause he knows that's, he's calling me cause we, he wants to get it fixed, right? Like that's how you fix it. Um, it may be something I don't know, but then you see it and then we can, we can get it going. And he, he takes direction and it doesn't matter the age, like he's, he's just tech minded. Like, let's just figure it out. Um, you know, he's seen more shit than I'll ever see, obviously, but, uh, <clears throat> just needs a fresh mind. You know, that's what happens. You got to get more text to, to be like that. You know, I got a serious question for y'all. So, hum- oh, boy. so how much hate mail do y'all get or death threats about flicks right now? Um, 
I've been fired by quite a few people that never hired me in the first place. If that makes any sense. <laughs> I, I don't actually get. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't get anything. Oh, man, I I will tell you if I get if I get called on the counter and everybody's pulling orders, um, and I go up there to help a guy out, and I'm like, man, I've never seen this guy. I feel like a broken record on this show talking about this, but um, dude, it's it's awkward. It really is because none of us has ever been in a situation like this. I mean, no. If if we're stocked, right? You know, four years ago, if we're stocked up, guy walks in, I look it up and go, "Huh, we don't have that." Sorry, man, we don't have it. But look, this place down the street. Have you tried this place? Have you tried that place? But when somebody comes in right now, it's like, "You got this." I'm just like, "Oh man." Um, I seen a fifty year old man throw a hissy fit today. <laughs> about some six inch flex like he went on a whole tear you know what i mean talking about like he'll never come here again and all this and i'm like looking at him i'm like dang is it that serious dude it's out of everybody's hands man yeah it right? really is you know we had we had a sales meeting or a zoom sales meeting yesterday <clears throat> and we were talking about flex and you know we've heard it from multiple different manufacturers that We'll be lucky if everything's in a good place by Q4, maybe. But, you know, where the headaches before were inner liners and other things, now they're running into different shortage issues. One of them being, uh, particularly with our manufacturer, they can't get some of the flame retardant sprays that are required to be put in the freaking fiberglass. So until they can treat the fiberglass, they can't even roll the dang flex. And yeah, I'm other, learning a yeah. lot about flex right now. And then the other headache they're having is they can't even get boxes to pack stuff to ship it. They can't even be cardboard. I went. Oh yeah, he said that. I mean, I don't. I'm I mean, sure guys don't care what it comes. Yeah, in. but I mean, it's just you know one thing after another. What if they started sending flex, twenty five foot rolls of flex? You know how you take like four inch uninsulated and you put a zip tie through it? Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> right? Start, start shipping it like that. It's got a zip tie put on a, each side. Put a big uh, crimp down like three feet tall. What do you call a big zip tie, Jason? What What is your terminology for that? Panduit strap. Duck strap. Panduit, panduit strap. God, in Georgia, like they didn't call it a panduit strap. I don't know. It's just a just a big ass zip tie. Uh, we got a guy that works, and he calls pipe pop. And like, dude, you kept talking about pop. And I was like, what are you saying? What are you talking about? You know? And I'm like sitting here confused. I mean, that's like super country. Like, where's he from? Tennessee. Like the, oh, okay. like the mountains of Tennessee. So, Hi. like where <laughs> I'm from, just on the other side of the border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> where Boojum's from. Where Boojum's right? from. <laughs> I'm even further west than Boojum. I was just like, what? But I sound like I'm from, I'm a freaking Yankee because I have Cajun Joe's weird Cajun New Jersey accent. All right. So I'm, we're going to get into something here that I don't know about Jason. I have not, I don't, I have no clue how he got into this. Oh, yeah, I don't either. That's why we have to ask. Backstory. Like you got to give it to us. Oh, this is going to be a good story. Okay. Oh, God. Hold on. Hold All on. Right. I got to get prepared. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to go. All right. Yep. I'm going to tell you this guy's name. All right. 
Uh, my dad was best buds with a guy named Max Spivey, the greatest man I ever known. All right. So that's a cool name, too, by the way. When he, well, my dad's middle name is Mac, too. I guess that's why they got along. <laughs> but my dad was a mechanic and a farmer. Like every time we were slow, my dad would send me for Mac to go work. And I just started bending tin, you know, bending tin, insulating duck. Did that for a while, I don't know, maybe three months and stuff. He took me to a gas bag, you know, and I was like, I understand electricity. And he was like, well, I'm going to teach you something. And I was little, so I could fit everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, because, <laughs> like, I live on, like, outside of, like, Southern Pines, Aberdeen. Bunch of old houses, right. you know. They don't come with central heat and air. So this man will pull up, drop you off with a five-gallon bucket with a rope on it and an army shovel. And you had to dig trenches underneath this house to put ductwork in. And then he pulled the bucket back with a rope. <laughs> nice. I've actually done service calls in houses where that trench was in there. And it's, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It sucks. That's what it does. It sucks. Yeah, it's sucks. And then when you get underneath <laughs> there. Yeah. Because when you open up the crawl door and the like, crawl door is like, you know, like 30 inches by like three foot. And you're like, Jeez. sweet. You know, you open up the door and it's like half of it's full of sand. And you're like, right. man, you know. <laughs> and you look back and this old man is like grinning and stuff. He's like, he, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest man I ever known. Super smart. Unfortunately, he specialized in oil furnaces. Oof. Hate that smell. Yep. Cajun, I will Cajun say Joe's I did not get the to, oil furnace. I know. I feel like Joe is my tech support for that because, I mean, I did never. I never came across one in Georgia, ever. I'm sure North Georgia maybe had some, but. You know, service around Atlanta, I didn't see any. And uh, I read about them. I've just never really put my hands on them. Like, oh, bro. I, I, will, I wish I could go to one and just really go through it. But then I feel like it's just not. We're, we're moving past that. Oh, but, oh, most definitely. I mean, thank you know God. what I mean? I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. Thank God. Like, I have a pristine one from 1987 in my shop. Nice. I burned diesel what? fuel out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Off-road diesel fuel, dollar nine. Number two fuel, right, so four dollars and seventy some cent. <laughs> <laughs> Same stuff, people, <laughs> just a different color. All right. So after that, what happened? What are you? Where you're at now? Well, I started being pretty good at it, you know. So I started. I was going to be a service tech for, I worked for him, I don't know, man, like, like 10 years. And, uh, he died. And, you know, like, I didn't know what to do then. So I went and worked for a ginormous company and I worked for them for five years. And then I realized like, you know, I'm pretty smart. So I just started playing the game. So I just started going to different companies to make more money and just kept doing it. And then I came to the company I work at now just because my friend talked me into it. Worst mistake ever made. So I can't <laughs> even work for this company I work for now, which they're all right, people. It's just, 
I do a whole lot that I shouldn't have to do. Yeah, well, that's well, well, I feel like that's every to, job. Yeah, <laughs> right. And life. <laughs> the the reason let's see the reason I got South Carolina mechanical license is like it was a, a fifty dollar bet, and I wanted the fifty bucks. This guy I worked with said that I could because he was always you talking about. Yeah, he was always acting like <clears throat> super smart or whatever, and I was like, man, I'll take your test, and I went to get past it first time. I wish it said the score at the end of it so I could rub it in his face, you know? Yeah, they only give you the score when you fail, right? Right. Which yep. is stupid. Like, yeah, what kind of bragging rights is that, you know? Yeah, check out what I got, a 56. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> uh, it, I passed. What'd you get? Well, it was least a 70. At least so. tell you that. Yeah. Right, and like, it's, it's just stupid, you know what I mean? And so, did you did you ever have? To, so, was that the only guy that you kind of like rode around with, or did you ever? That's the only guy, and I didn't ride around. This is like early, you yeah. This is early nineties, bro. This is like sink or swim, you know. He's yep. early nineties, yeah. I mean, shit, they didn't got nothing to do with the nineties. That's like, <laughs> I meet a lot of kids nowadays that are just getting it thrown at them the same way. I mean, this is before like digital meters like i had i still got my analog meter you know like man no oh, cell man, phones we had a, a two-way radio in the in the vans yep garbage you know what i mean cell phones make life so much easier like so much easier uh yeah i mean yeah. you can listen to our podcast while you're working in the crawl space yeah you can pause it call dennis to get some help <laughs> that's right then hit, then hit resume you know, I, my favorite, I listen to the podcast and when I hear a comment or something, I think it's funny. Then I, I text writing. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all this dude, Jason is probably the, he's the OG listener of this show. I'm That's the truth. You. That's why we had to have him on here. Like, it, he called me one day. He's like, dude, I stopped listening to Joe Rogan and started listening to y'all show. I'm like, come on, dude. I, I did. I don't listen to Joe Rogan no more. <laughs> This was like five episodes in. Me and Ryan were like, we have no idea what we're doing. Here. <laughs> we still kind of don't. It's quality entertainment. Come on, guys. You know. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've listened to some some golf podcasts and I've I've dabbled in some HVAC podcasts and I'm like, man, we you know we can do this. Why do you listen to we golf podcasts? All you do is drive offer, man. Oh Dude, my god, golfing fiend. But here's the thing. It's the same. So I listened to foreplay and they talk about golf about twice on there. Kind of like we talk about HVAC, right? Like they had a, it's a golf podcast, right? They had pro golfers on there. And then last week they had a show where they had some scientists, some space scientists on there for an hour and had nothing to do with golf. They never even mentioned the word golf, but you know, I wish they had brought up the physics of golf on the moon. Right? That's what I was thinking. Like, how did, What kind of spin you're going to have on that golf ball when you hit it with lower well, gravity? Have you, yeah. Have you watched that documentary of us landing on the moon first and the dude hits the ball? Allegedly. I, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I was going to say, yeah, I, I don't think we were there at that time. Like, did we go to space, land on the moon? Sure. Right then, I ain't buying it, dude. Not buying it. Like, you know, my uncle is a scratch. <laughs> just not buying it, man. 
I mean, that thing was like, <laughs> dropping on the moon. I mean, did we- he throws it, jumps down, hits a golf ball. Like, no. you know what year that was? That didn't happen, man. It didn't happen like that. You know, Tylus, you know, sponsored that spacecraft, I guess, you know. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're on the moon and it's crystal clear talking and we couldn't even get you logged in on this podcast. An <laughs> yeah, hour ago. Yeah. Like this was 1960. <laughs> like that didn't happen like that, man. There's no way it was that clear. There's no way that technology was there. I'm like, I mean, if I, we- I dropped calls four times a day in 2022. Right. Like, yeah. Like if it's, if we did land there, why haven't we been back? You know, there should be a spark. Exactly. A Starbucks up there. I mean, at least a Walmart. There's nothing there. At least the Dollar General, dude. For all you got to put a Dollar yeah, General. For all we know, there. there might be. <laughs> Probably don't they just don't tell Dollar us. Dollar General. They there. just don't tell us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched that documentary that day, and I'm like, no, nope, we didn't land on the moon. No. Nope. <laughs> you know, that's how documentaries are, though. They're like, <laughs> whatever it is. You believe it. I cover, it's happening. I cover a tri-state area. And I mean, I drive through like middle of nowhere. And like, dude, there's a Dollar General everywhere or a dollar store. Dollar dude, Tree. Dollar General. You know, you know that's like the, the CEO's goal of Dollar General is to have one on like every corner. Like he's legit wants one on Are they corner. getting price increases though? How does that work? With dollar General. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you notice, like you go into the dollar store. And I know uh, Dollar Tree did this recently. Like they even announced, like everything no longer will be based around it just being everything has to be a dollar. There will be dollar items, but not everything will be a dollar anymore. Yeah, that's that five pack of like Wrigley Spearmint gum. It's gonna used to be a quarter. Now that's a dollar. Exactly. I'll tell you the store that's that's grabbing all the millennials by the throat now is Five Below. Oh yeah. Dude, <laughs> five below. You go in there. My daughter goes in there, and she's just like, "Look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" And you spend like three hundred dollars in there. I'm like, "It's f- how, how did this happen? It's five below." <laughs> ah. I mean, that's. I guess that's how the times are changing. I think they need to take that whole principle and put it in the grocery store right now. Dude, our grocery stores are kind of bare where I'm at. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what's up with that. We've got bits and pieces of them that are. I know uh, I heard someone in Food Line the other day was complaining to a guy stocking stuff. And he was like, I'm sorry, Nabisco can't get enough workers to get stuff through. They're about three weeks behind. I'm like, it's (laughs) happening everywhere. I don't know. So I'll ask you this, Jason. Where did everybody go? (laughs) All of a sudden, like where... Dude, everybody's at home. Like, I swear to God. Like, you know. How, though? I don't know how that works. Like, I. What. Where do you sign up for that gig? I don't get it. Like, I. It, you know, when this whole thing started, you know, I was like, sweet. I'm about to go home and get paid. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they gave me a stupid letter. You know what I mean? But the only coolest part was, was oh, like, yeah. going to Charlotte. Critical. Yeah. Go to Charlotte. You know, you could go all the way across Charlotte in five minutes. You know what I mean? It was the greatest thing ever. Oh, I, there was no I cars. Was say. It was just construction yeah. workers when everybody's blowing a horn at each other, like thinking to themselves, like, this is freaking awesome. And then all of a sudden, all these people <laughs> popped out. Go to Lowe's Home Improvement or Home Depot, and that's where all the people are. 
They're all buying flowers and pots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the workforce, though, it just vanished. Uh, we, we closed, like, I'm in Fort Mill, South Carolina. It's, it's crowded here. And our Zaxby's shut down. They took the sign down because they couldn't get anybody to work there. I mean, it's happening everywhere, man. It's, I went, it's crazy. I went to KFC today in Salisbury. I'm going to call this store out. Okay. You walk in, <laughs> door's unlocked. They got a sign up. Uh, we're, we're not taking orders and carry out. You have to go through the drive thru. They got to walk right past the cash register to get the food. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm right here. You can make me take my truck all the way around. Did you ask them if they had any flex? I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I get a number one and some six-inch flex. What's that? Like, I drove by Gray Metal South last Saturday, and I looked over, and there's not a car in the parking lot. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe this is why we can't get our stuff and nobody's working on Saturdays. No. Yeah. No, they're not. I mean, but, you know, if you're looking for a job, this is the time to get a job. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, but you got to be wanting to look for a job, I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't really want to look for a job, but maybe I do want a job. I I ain't decided yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what is it that you do for this company? I actually don't know this. I didn't know if you were a service tech or a job foreman or... He is fix-it Felix, man. It is his job to put out the fires. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, (laughs) You see, I mean... So y'all are big new construction multifamily, right? Oh yeah. Is that all we do is okay. multifamily? If we can, if you got a house, it better be a, a million plus house, or you better have like a thousand of them. We're not coming. Right. We're not coming <laughs> to put your, you know, a twelve unit. change out yeah. minimum. <laughs> yeah, we don't do change outs. You know what I mean? Like at right. all. Like it's gonna be new, and you better have a lot. Right. But like for me, I mean. I mean, I got like three business cards. It depends on what day it is. I got one that says like project manager. I got one that says superintendent. I got one that says uh, service tech. You know, it depends <laughs> who it is and how many questions they want to ask me that day. You know, like so. If you're going out on a call on doing service, it's just uh, a new. It's something y'all put in yesterday, and they're they're on to something else, and now it, you're there because it ain't working, right? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. When I first came here, you know, man, I'm a believe it or not, I'm a pretty good salesman. So I sold a bunch of service contracts to like all these Section Eight housing and stuff, right. apartment complexes, and you know, when you know it, we got awarded all these contracts. So, I do service work three days a week, and all I do is like six and eight. Hmm. And some of that stuff is old. Some of them is shot up. You know, it's it's a mess. You know. Right. Uh-huh. Well, so we what in Atlanta when we took on this little contract where it was uh, it was an apartment complex but it, it all it had in it was college kids uh, you know it was near a college or whatever 
and they had a maintenance guy running around. Everybody knows what guy I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he couldn't fix it, they called us. And you come behind a guy like that, I mean, parts laying everywhere, wire nuts everywhere, you know. Oh, that, that's that's pretty much what I do. It's uh, like, <laughs> section eight, similar to that, yeah, right? Like, yeah, like somebody's already somebody's already tried it first. Oh, yes. And you just gotta rip it out and start over. Yeah, somebody's already rigged it up, you know. And like most of them are like gooming like wall hangs. Yeah. And nobody wants to change the motor on a wall hang. No, no, no. Well, don't. a lot of times it's behind the water here. Right. I can do one in twenty five <laughs> minutes, hands down. Like, and Jason rolls in there with a pit stop. Oh, right. got a stopwatch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I time myself because I'm. Really- I used to be like that. This is my <laughs> this is my blower motor stack out unit. We're good to go. Yeah. Like- T minus three, <laughs> two, one. Right. Cool change. <laughs> yeah. Cool change out. I mean, love them. You know, the hardest thing for me, the longest thing is the vacuum. Other than that, it's in and out, in and out, in and out. I'm proud of you pulling a vac on that, dude. Seriously, <laughs> I want that last more than a year. You don't purge that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> that stuff's too high to do that nowadays. You know. I was gonna say, yeah, you don't want to purge like, it. Back in the younger days, like man, you had a flat tire on the van, shot a little twenty-two <laughs> in that thing. Don't put a lot because you know more heat. Nitrogen, hey. yeah. Oh, nitrogen all day. Oh, I've put nitrogen in tires all the time. I had a flat tire the other day, dude, like 5 o'clock in the morning on Highway 24 in the middle of nowhere. Three three nitrogen tanks. I made it to a, <laughs> I think it was a Jeez. Firestone. Yeah, 60 bucks to get there. Sorry, right. cheaper than a rollback. Yeah, you're right. My truck's so heavy, you can't pick it up with a factory jack, so it's pointless. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you rolling around in? I don't think I've ever seen your truck either. Thirty-five hundred Chevrolet pickup. What well, utility a box on it? Utility bed. Oh. You know, it's. Are you keeping any parts in there, bro? Like, he's <laughs> got a whole supply house in that truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then outside, I have like a at my house because I don't go to the office because my office is about two hours away, so. Like in my little shed outside, I bought just to keep this crap in. I got two denser cools, got two evaporator cools, four compressors, a pallet of 410, <laughs> a half pallet of 407C. Dang, you got a pallet of 410. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 24 uh, Goodman 133 boards, 24 101 boards, defrost boards, lower boards. And then almighty ring boards that really never get bad. It's just a stupid cool sensor. And now I have a whole case of cool sensors. Oh, you mean the sensors is what goes bad on those? That's weird. Oh, you're welcome. Because I got you those sensors <laughs> right? last year and it took Ashley like, oop, oop, I have to bleep that one. It took him like, I think three months to remember I'd ordered them for him. He's like, hey, you still got those? I said, like, yeah, man. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. So... Yeah, well, so while we're on that, right, you got a unit that's freezing up. I try to feel like I got to throw tech stuff on here sometimes. 
Jason can back me up on this. So you got a you got a heat pump freezing up. Riding, you just just can't. Old Boojum, he's hanging in there. Yeah, I'll just sit sit over here and drink and laugh. But (laughs) Boojum sold you the heat pump, and now it's (laughs) frozen solid. (laughs) So that sounds like an install problem to me. Yeah, you got to ohm out the sensors, man. The boards are pretty solid. Yeah, boards are great. Sensors, not so great. And I feel like sensors or thermistors, you want to call them, on mini splits, any brand, whatever, split systems, everybody's still having trouble with those, like making them indestructible. They're just, they're a sensitive item. Um, Can I interject right here? I just want to tell you, yeah. there's this genius, and if you got his phone number and stuff, like you call this guy, and you know if you don't have the right one, he will tell you how to make the right, the wrong one work. Don't, yeah, don't give that phone number out, Dennis. Yeah, I, I give it, out to, I give it out to everybody. You know, like homeowners, <laughs> I just give it out. Like, just call this guy if you have any oh, yeah. problems. That's why I don't answer, and I have to let it go to voicemail. <laughs> And A, the first time the unit fr- freezes up and you go out there, what you immediately do is pull your cell phone out and call the salesman. <laughs> and you got to yeah. put us out in for selling you this piece of junk, you know? Hey, don't don't you worry. That happens all the time. <laughs> I bet it does every day. I'm like, really? Yep. Like, I know you personally made this unit in the back. You know? <clears throat> knock oh, knock yeah. wood. Knock wood. We, uh. We have pretty good luck with our pieces of gear. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Dude, I we feel got a like good manufacturer. I, I've always said, though, that if I could put it in physically, I would put most brands in my house. Um, now, everybody's got their own thing, right? That brand wise, that they're just struggling at. Um, it's it's install, man. A lot of it is install. It truly is. It really is. Are, what are you trying to say? Are you telling me like two ten two ten inch returns is not big enough for a four ton unit? No, <laughs> no, it is not, Jason. <laughs> I see that a lot, especially now that uh, especially now that our new ratings are going to be starting at a point six instead of a point one. I know. So, uh, oh, that's a yeah, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> I mean. So I will tell you that I could probably say 80% of my calls go back to airflow, man. Everybody don't, nobody, nobody wants, wants to talk hear about that, it, but, but it's true. It's what it is. I mean, everything we do is based on moving air around somehow, shape or form. I mean, you're giving you all know. these trade secrets out. I mean, <sighs> yeah. Well, so speaking of that, I had a little job site visit today. I won't throw these guys under the bus some of them do listen to the show but i always take these job sites as a learning time and that poor service tech that came out today to meet me um yeah he's gonna learn today (laughs) 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 he just happened to be that guy that came out today so uh i get a call from the owner yesterday at four o'clock said hey man it's a good size company too he said, "Hey man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta help us out." I'm like, "What time and what's the address?" He's like, "God." He's like, "Seriously?" I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Well, this homeowner, we we got a brand new system in there. It's a 90% furnace, you know, 14 sear. 
Uh, and he goes to bed at night. He puts it on 62 degrees, which this guy's in his 70s, which I thought that was kind of low. Okay. Puts it in, puts it on 62. And when he gets up in the morning at like five o'clock, probably because he's freezing his ass off, but right. Uh, he, he gets up <laughs> at five and turns it up to 70. And it takes it to like three or four in the afternoon to satisfy. And I said, what? Okay. So in my mind, so I'm talking to this owner. Now the owner of this company is a, he's a plumber by trade, right? He's a master plumber and he started HVAC side. So the HVAC side's kind of, kind of green. Um, but he's, he's putting good people in there. But so I don't ever want to get real technical with him. Um, he goes, yeah, I mean, we, we just need a we need a factory rep out there, and to to let this you know I think the homeowner's just cuckoo. I said, dude, that's that's a gas furnace, that's a long time. Like it should be roasting in there by three o'clock now. Yeah. He's like, I, I mean, we done checked everything. It's good to go, man. It, it, we just need you out there to. I said, all right, I'm gonna go out there. So <laughs> I show up this morning at eight o'clock two hours from my house and talk to the homeowner. Of course, he gives me the same spill and, uh, he's got pictures on his phone where, you know, this morning it he's got a picture of it at set on 70 and it's 65 and it's five o'clock in the morning. And I look at the stat and it's 66 <laughs> and that's eight o'clock in the morning already. So now it's 29 degrees out and, so I take the tech, we go to the crawl space, open the door, <laughs> stick my head in the door, and I'm like, damn, it's warm under here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and look, that so this is the best part about this. So my family has to endure my uh <clears throat> service calls at the dinner table every night. So <clears throat> so Luckily, it was just my wife tonight. I, she said, well, how'd it go today? I said, well, you know, I went through the story. I said, I stuck my head on the crawl space, and it was warm under there. She goes, dang, duck fell off, didn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> now, this is my wife now. now she, I didn't think she's dang been listening to me off. all these years, right? She's you better watch pretty much say, a service tech. Right? You better watch point. what you say now. <laughs> so... Right, so we I stick my head under there, right, and I'm like, dang, it's warm under here. Now, this is just a standard crawl space. It's 29 outside, by the way. I look at the tech, and he's, I don't know, he's in his late 30s, right? I mean, he said he's been doing it a long time. He looks at me like he's waiting on me to go on in, and I'm like, wow, it is warm under here. Hint, he's hint. just like, mm-hmm. he's just like, huh. I'm like, wow, it is like the same temperature that his thermostat is set on upstairs. <laughs> like, it's 70 under here. He goes, ah, damn it. <laughs> he, like, it just light bulb. Just like, he, first of all, he was nervous. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think I put that vibe off, but. He was like factory rep. Like he, he, dude, he didn't get his tools out. He was just nervous as shit. Like he didn't know what I was going to find. He was just following me around like a six year old kid. Like, well, and he, he just looked at me and he's like, 
I said, you got a flashlight? He's like, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm like, dude, it, this dude's like older than I am. You went full dad and mode. Like, you got a flashlight. I need you to hold it for me, I son. did. Oh, I did. I said, go find the duck that has fell off. He said, yes, sir. And he started crawling around, army crawling over there. And now... He went way back in there, right? Like, I lost him. I couldn't see his light. <laughs> and he came all the way back around to the plenum. It was a tight crawl. And he's like, I hear him back there, son of a bitch, it's hot back here. <laughs> <laughs> so, a whole 12 fell off. <clears throat> and so, and look, I, I'm definitely not on here knocking any companies, right? I've been there. I've, we've had install crews of the company I work for where it was slam and go. And now, now mind you, this, this install looked really good. They do really good work. So somebody's peeled off the flat sticky, stuck it on there and never put a screw in it. Yeah. Uh. Right. And it was good till it wasn't right. I mean, um, They're not gonna the, have... the plenum got warm and the crawl space got cold and it just fell off. And, that was like the th fourth trip out there, right? So, I <laughs> uh, the homeowner was pissed. Like, he was super pissed. $300 gas bill. I'm thinking, dang, you could have just hung out in the crawl space. Like, it was sweet down there. Uh, <laughs> but I told that guy, I said, look, man. He's like, what am I supposed to tell this guy? I'm like, I mean, you got to tell him the duck fell off. I mean, I... You know, I said, I can come up with a lot of stuff, man, but honesty is the best policy. I mean, I said, look, so I said, look, I said, here's what we're going to do. You're going to sit there. And oh, I, I went straight dad on him. <laughs> we sat there Indian style. We, we set the gas pressure. <laughs> we did static pressure. Like that thing is dialed in now. Right. Like, um, of course it had a media filter on it, which I didn't like. It was kind of jacking up my return static, but um oh yeah that that furnace is is dead nuts now and uh went over all that with him went through the blower chart went over the you know heat rise um they had moved the blower tap to high <laughs> so uh, it needed to come back down and he got a full-blown class i'm like hey we might as well use this you know uh it's just it just kind of tripped me out though when we walked in like he's probably the fourth guy that's went in that crawl space and didn't think about the warmth right like yeah no joke didn't no one else thought it was hot down there ever maybe they ran <laughs> under there and set gas pressure they ran under there and checked static they of course the static was probably fantastic um, <laughs> no yeah i'm sure so you just gotta maybe they're just used to a sealed crawl space and you know well, that's what it felt like. It felt like a yeah, seal crawl with a dehumidifier running. And I love any homeowner that has that. Like, I just want to oh, shake their man. hand. I'd knock off on the bill. Right? Oh, I'm sure. Dude, I used to sit under there and play on my phone. It was like, <laughs> man, this is sweet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this plastic. It's, it's, I love it. It's clean, too. Oh, like, yeah. this one was. That's funny. You this one was the old school vapor bear was wadded up everywhere well that was uh when i did one of the original posts i think for jeff's episode a couple weeks ago 
I used a duct system that that I had put in, but we had encapsulated the crawl, so that's everything around it's white. God, it was a nice crawl space. Yeah, and it's thick. It's thick plastic too. So, it... do y'all remember going to that house in Denver? Yes. Was that? I think that didn't I go yeah, up there? Yeah, you and yeah. I went. All this one, I thought. All right, so. <clears throat> One of his neighbors went in his into his attic, and they called me and asked if I could do the same thing to their house as I did to that house. Dude, I've got mm. pictures. I think I've got pictures of that install somewhere. If I find them, I'll post them for you. You talking about the one where we did a? They just ran a sensor. Yep. yep. You ran the sensor. The yep. Yeah. With modulate okay. gas furnace. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, that was a nice the clean mod. Install. Yeah, you don't see the mods much. That house turned out really nice. Yeah, I like that house. Other than nice Dennis, house. I think it made you and I feel even shorter than we are. Oh, well. Like, like I looked up and I was like, oh, look at the caverns. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I had to get somebody to grab the Dude, we, pull-down yeah, string. We had to, I we had to get a step here. to get the damn pull-down because we're too freaking short. I think I remember the homeowner. He was He grabbed it. He was pretty tall. Yeah, he is tall, dude. With his waveless, never-ending pool or whatnot. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to probably build a house. And I've been looking at these hybrid water heaters. You know anything about those? Have you looked into those? It's got a little... Well, it's a heat pump. Yeah, heat pump water heater. It's got a, a coil... And a compressor on the top of it, like you know, it's it's under it's it's encased. It looks like a standard tank water heater, but the neighborhood don't got natural uh, gas. No, full electric. So it looks like a lot of stuff going on just to heat some water, right? <laughs> I mean, it's got two elements too, right? But I feel like as a tech guy. Like I'm gonna have to bring it right on my mechanicals. Yeah. I mean, dude, I put uh, <laughs> like I have to one of them pack fab uh, pool heaters in, and I match it with a a rud. It was a jazz unit, like a 13 sear jazz. Good old yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah, man. Coffee back in the day. The jazz. Yeah, <laughs> that thing's the stuff, bro. Like, man, a pool heater, a heat pump. You talking about like a heat pump pool heater? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's a pretty good invention there, man. Yeah, that thing's nice. It's you, can, you can pull the uh, people don't realize you can pull the heat out of the pool in the summer, correct? Right? And that's where that's a plus there for sure, especially if it's a small small pool. But it's like uh, I think it was thirty thousand gallons or something like that. Yeah, I've worked on them. I've, I've worked on a couple of them that were just leaking, but I didn't ever install one. But Not bad. two pounds low, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the old two pounds low. That's what kills me, you know. Like, uh, we hired a guy, you know. The first time he ever met me, the first thing that came out of his mouth was, I went to school for this. That's when you know you're in trouble. Right. I just stared at him. I'm like, well, all right. I'm like, my name's Jason. I didn't go to school for this. 
<laughs> Without missing a beat. You know. Some people... So I, are I feel like we gotta... We gotta... Man, I'm on here a lot with this because of what I do, but today's a prime example, right? With that crawl space. Um, this guy's probably a you know a, a good tech and but always i feel like on, on service calls where just our mind gets cluttered up man we we try to approach a service call based on our last service call right and he's probably thinking we, something's wrong with the heater versus what's really going right on. like exactly I always start with the the little things first yeah and the little things is like so if we're talking about today's call with a furnace, um, I mean, I would, I would listen to the homeowner cause you know, we also get, get away from listening to the homeowner, right? This guy's retired. I mean, I had all this going through my head. Like this dude knows what his thing, his furnace should be doing. And they kind of threw that out the window, right? He's old, blah, blah, blah. Once I talked to him and he had the app pulled up on his phone and all this stuff, I'm like, he, was, he knows. Yeah, he's prepared. I mean, he knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he knows. He knows that this son of a bitch shouldn't take till three o'clock in the afternoon to hit seventy in a gas furnace. He's like, he said, "Son, I've had three furnaces in this house. Oh, <laughs> I mean, geez. this house was built in the seventies. Like, the dude knows. Yeah, always. He's he's sitting in his recliner all day watching. Judge he Judy. knows." That's judge. right. He knows what's going on. Like was just and you just kind of brush him off. <laughs> no, it's it's uh Steve Harvey's judge now. No, but doesn't freak didn't freaking Jerry Springer get his He's a judge now too, I swear. I hope not. I swear I saw he, something like yeah, that he's, where he's a judge on some show now too. I swear it's Judge Jerry or something like that. Sorry, tangent everybody. I apologize. God. I had well, to get some words in somewhere is. because I might have to Google I'm, this. Uh, I'm failing at, yeah, I'm failing at good stories to interject <laughs> here with all this cool tech stuff. I was gonna say, Ryden, you got to bring something. To God, table, I know. I'm, I'm getting carried this episode. I'm just getting I mean, drugged down the field. <laughs> like you know what I'm waiting on, right? Uh oh, I'm waiting on the critter stories, like. Jason, well, you're go. still going to beat it. us on that one too. You've been right. going to get to. I will tell you. Since since we've since we're dragging riding through the mud tonight, oh. I will tell you the pig story <laughs> he's got. It's got to be top, dude. That's that's got to be top three. I'm trying to think how many times we've everybody's got to go back. Told, and listen I know to how many times we told it on the show twice now. Oh, dude. That, I mean, you can't make that That's up. That's a classic, man. bro. Right. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, like, <laughs> All right. So let's see what Jason's got. Oh, man. I got bunches of them, man. Like, uh. <laughs> bunches. Yeah, nightmare stuff. Like, uh, man, when a house and when I pulled up to it, you know, I knew it was bad because it looks like somebody hasn't cut the grass in like two months, you know, knee high grass. I'm like, man, this is going to be Snake City. Yeesh. <laughs> open up the crawl door I'm like huh this don't look too bad working on a stupid uh, oil furnace sit there by that time man like looking through there trying to check out make sure everything's gonna light right snake just falls on me 
you know, you just play dead, you know, trying to hope God that thing <laughs> yes. off with you. You, know, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> oh, man. Play dead. I don't know if that works the same as a bear. I don't, I don't think so. You just gotta wait for it to crawl away, man. You don't know what it is. It just fell out of the insulation. And... <laughs> I've been attacked by raccoons. Uh, oh, dude. I got stuck on top of a van for three hours until my boss man decided that he hasn't seen me. Like, these permanent <laughs> pinchers came out of nowhere, dude, and, like, you know, can't get to the van because, I, you know, I rolled the windows up, you know, and, bam, these dogs are, like, patrolling, like, going to eat me alive. <laughs> boss man oh. rolls up, and he gets out, and I'm, like, yelling at him, don't get out. 66-year-old <laughs> man, one jump, like, on the hood of the van. On the top, Chevrolet Express van. Like, never seen a grown man move that fast. I just sat up there still smoking cigarettes, you know? I'm like, hope I don't run out of cigarettes by the homeowner comes home. Oh, damn. I'm looking at him oh, like see, that's when you needed the that's when you needed the stun gun flash. Right, right. I thought about that when you said it. I was like, that could come in handy. Could he use that? Oh yeah, it's going it? in my bag. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll send you a picture of I got of raccoons all living up in a nice little in the return duck. There's noises coming from the return. Go there and <laughs> drop the filter and there's a raccoon staring back at you. <laughs> I went into a double wide trailer one time and no lie, it had a logging chain and an eyeball in the middle of the living room and there's like a hundred pound pit bull. Oh, and I'm like staring at this dog chained up in the house, you know what I mean? And I'm like looking at the guy, and he's like, "Yeah, that stops the crackheads from breaking in." I'm like, "Man, I'm not laying down." And the HVAC guy from working. Yeah. <laughs> Trailer, you know the furnace is like all the way down. You know, thank you, Intertherm. You know, that's what I want to do: <laughs> lay on somebody's dirty ass floor. <laughs> Dude, why is it when, God, when I, I used to go to these service calls, you're like, well, I got to go in here and fix this furnace. <laughs> like, it's not worth all that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I caught myself in those situations. I'm like, man, I am in a really bad situation here. <laughs> why do I care about this Honeywell thermostat? <laughs> like, really? I got to get out of here. Laying on the uh, floor, some trailer. Trying to get up, and you're like your whole shirt and arm is sticking to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Go in and grab the grab the thermostat, beat the roaches out of it, slap it back on there, and turn it on. If it comes, if it clicks at all, you just leave. <laughs> right? You're good. I'm out. If I hear a relay click at all, I'm out. <laughs> I don't even care what's coming on. I'm leaving. Oh, oh man. God. Uh, yeah, what do you chart, man? I've I've went to those calls like that, and I remember when we first got like a tablet, and we were, you know, running credit cards. And I remember a lady giving me; she had a whole Ziploc bag full of credit cards. <laughs> Put so much on this one. And try this one. one. Try this one. Try this one. Try, oh, that one went through, and I'm like, all right, appreciate it. Have a good day. Like, I'm out. Holy cow! Oh my god! Like that's that's the shit they don't teach you in school. Oh no! Or like <laughs> that's boy, that's real life right there, man. Or walk around the backside, and the homeowner decided he watched a YouTube video, and he's gonna fix his own unit. And it's in a thousand pieces, all like strung out, and you're just staring at it, and staring at him, <laughs> staring at it. Like, 
I, I try to fix it. I'm looking in my binder and I don't see a charge for that. <laughs> right. Like when you work for a big company and everything's like laminated. Like, what's wrong, Service Titan? You didn't get this in? <laughs> it's not on my app. <laughs> Oh, By the way, though, I do like Service Titan. It's it's good app. I do it's hear funny. that. It's funny you say that because I had a meeting with a <clears throat> yes. Uh, I had a meeting with a company yesterday, rather large, large company that's getting ready to switch to to them later this year. And they were asking if I knew any really large companies using it, and said honestly, I don't know a lot. So. You know, knowing that's something you guys use. That, well, uh, I haven't heard nothing bad about no, it no, for sure. No, I think now my company we don't use it. Okay, we're like we don't even set credit cards. Like the <laughs> only company I ever worked for Cold that never set. Yeah, dude. It's like Jason works for a ghost company. Yeah, actually, he yeah, does. It's, yeah. <laughs> like I remember, like in my van working for Mac, bro. I had the old carbon copy credit card swipe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like wait. I can't work here, and I was like, uh, "You got a card reader for my iPad?" And they're like, "We don't accept credit cards." And I just stared at them. I, was like, I didn't know what to say. What do y'all take? Like Dogecoin, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sir, it's gonna be two cows and a sheep, and that should cover the bill mm. right there for this change out. Yeah, like I don't know. You got any yarn? I don't. <laughs> We trading? I don't, man, I swear, it's weird. All right, so, oh god, you got me in tears, man. I know all I can freaking uh, raccoons. Dude, that's all raccoons I can see right are now. sketchy, that freaking man. Raccoon. Oh, oh. oh, dude, I took a picture. I'm about to send it to you, riding. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. Oh, it's going on Instagram. I mean, so, so Jeff, uh, we had Jeff on the show. His story with the turkeys, man. (laughs) They just stared at each other. Nobody moved. (laughs) He said, I turn around, and when I turn back, they were closer. (laughs) uh, Dude, I almost almost had a heart attack. I came out of a open up crawl door, went underneath, did my deal, came back out, I opened up crawl door, and there was this great dang. Like, just standing in front of me, and I'm just sitting there, like, I don't know what to do, you know? I'm trying to, can't shut the door now, because he's between the door and the house, and I'm like, please don't eat me, please don't eat me, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're, yeah. Now, it just licked me, like, straight across, took my glasses off my face, and I was just, like, paralyzed <laughs> with fear. Please don't oh, eat me. Oh, man. When I was doing service in South Atlanta, the pit bull scene was bad, man. Like, I... I toted a full size forty in my service bag, in my veto pack. But what a king cobra! Is that what you're talking about? You said a full size forty. <laughs> no. What the hell? Yeah, full <laughs> si- yeah, full size mad dog. No, yes, uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, I you had to man, like between well, what you just had to carry it, whether it was a dog or something else. I mean, we went to some. Man, I went to some rough service calls. Man, I went to Jeez. Bankhead. You know where Bankhead is, right? Outside of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I went to Bankhead. Yep. And when I pulled up to the house, right, this guy is just standing out there with his 
ginormous chain hooked to this ginormous pit bull and i just like looked at the guy and he's looking at me he's like you here to fix my ear and i'm like uh not with this dog around here maybe <laughs> like this dog's <laughs> gonna be all right it's gonna eat me alive that's the thing though when you roll up and you're an ac guy you're like the ice cream man show right up, man nobody's gonna mess with you like he's here fixing the air let him be get paid in dollars <laughs> and fives you know what i mean <laughs> like, i do what you do for a living sir dennis did the only the- problem is all the copper on your van yeah. uh, i was gonna say dennis he's talking about I, I know we missed the pit bull scene by about two minutes but he's saying the pit bull scene in south atlanta was crazy did i ever tell you about that freaking massive pit bull that was like chained to a tree this one job i went to with your predecessor and a guy down in no. past Monroe, past Polkton, that area. So okay, no. Cause this no. was when I first. This was like right when I, I almost got my freaking car stuck on this crazy ass back road trying to get to this house. Yeah, it gets country back that way. So okay, so we had a phone call. We had a suspected airflow issue on a two-ton 15-seer heat pump split. They got put in on a mobile home, but actually was put in as a... Of course there was airflow. But it was actually put in as like a true split system. Like they dug out under the mobile home and put the air handler under the house. Oh, geez. So it's an hour and 30-minute drive to meet the contractor at his shop. So then we're going to follow him to this job site. Well, the funny thing is, he doesn't actually know how to get to this job site. He's trying to GPS to get us there. And he starts cutting down these like mud dirt back roads. And Jason, I know you know all about those red mud dirt back roads over oh, yeah. your part of the world. And I'm in a brand new like Hyundai Accent hatchback going down this <laughs> muddy ass road. You know, he's an F-250, no problem. And we get about halfway down this one road, and I was like, dude, I remember I looked over next to Steve riding with me. I was like, Steve, we ain't making it out of this road, dude. I said, I don't know where in the hell he's taking us, but we ain't getting off this road. And I remember I stopped, and I like freaking Austin Powers, like 30-point turned it to get around in this road, and it's the last car to keep from falling off the freaking sides of it in the ditch in this mud get all the way back. He finally realizes that we've turned around because on top of him trying to GPS us everywhere, there's no service. So I can't call him. Comes right. back. He finds us. He's like, well, I think, I think maybe it's this way. He goes down the damn highway we were on. Maybe a half a mile takes a ride on a highway road. We go two minutes. We're at the house. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Really? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, we've, it's like we've taken like an hour detour oh, yeah. down the middle of nowhere when this job was like 10 minutes from your shop. You got to unclick the dirt road. Yeah. Part yeah. Take your... the dirt roads off. So anyway, yeah. we pull into this house. It's a trailer that looks like it's about to blow away. I hate to say that, but it just, it looked <laughs> terrible. Um, somehow, why there's a 15 series system on this house? No idea. I'm guessing the state paid for it. Um, and I'm guessing the guy's sub did it because he had never even seen it. He didn't even know where the freaking unit was. 
I was the one that found the crawl door on the back of the daggum house right next to this freaking tree. It's the only tree anywhere around them. This huge tree that's not been cut down for probably a hundred years. And it's got this massive, like two inch wide chain all the way around it with a pit bull tied to it. And it's just sitting there at the end of his chain growling at you. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So flashlight taser. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, we, we peel back the, the underpinning to get through this little crawl you know, it's I, honestly, I, I was a lot heavier then than I am now. My fat <laughs> ass was not fitting under that house. <laughs> it wasn't happening. Uh. So Steve goes crawling in there. And I mean, it's maybe, I mean, they dug out to get the air handler to where it even was. It was ridiculous. So here's the thing. Is there anybody there to represent the company yeah, and what the, they did? The, yeah. The guy we were following, the owner of the company who never but seen he, it. I mean. Ah, gee, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so you know, we're not supposed to touch it, but who do you think ends up putting equip, putting tools on it, putting gauges on it, doing everything? It's it's ends up being Steve. He did every freaking bit yeah. of it to try to figure the problem out and get us out of there. I mean, it was just what a train wreck. Uh, but I that- swear. <laughs> I wish I'd, I thought I took pictures that day of that freaking road we went down. There was, there was no reason for that little two wheel drive hatchback to be going down that road ever. Didn't Steve have like a, he didn't have his outback yet. Outback. Didn't have his outback yet. The Ash, the Asheville special. Yes. Right. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Every time I drive up there, I'm like, crap, I forgot my outback. Dang it. My You're four, the only truck up. <laughs> yeah. Or the, you gotta have the Kia Soul too. Yeah. Oh. oh, and then what was the other one? The uh, the Element, the Honda Element. <laughs> my sister-in-law just bought one, and my daughter, seventeen-year-old, just starts just like car shaming her. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where she got that jeep from. I don't know, you know. I mean, she's got taste. What can I say, you know? <laughs> All right, so let's. So when I was typing your uh, email in, I was like, I wonder what that 1953 stands for. It's my truck. See, I told you. Yeah. It's my All truck. right. Tell us about this truck you got. I got a Ford 1953 F100 sitting on a custom. Yeah, sitting on custom frame. I'm um, running a. 60 in it with a Trimatic T56. Nice. Heist. Everything's custom, man. There's nothing on there but 53 except for sheet metal. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it, right? That that's it. That's not, that's the only thing. Like like I had this truck since I was fifteen. It used to have a flathead V eight in it. Right. Like, you can't drive forty minutes without overheating. And it, <laughs> it, it went through a whole lot of stages. And uh, right now, it's sitting with an LS with a twin turbo setup. It's, oh, wow. It, you got to send me some pictures of that. Yeah, it's pretty fast, you know? Like, uh, the other day, like, my daughter is like her mom. You know? They're uppity. You know? You wouldn't want to, like... <laughs> yeah, if you look at my truck from the outside, it just looks like some old, like, pickup, you know? Like, 
I was gonna say, so have yeah. you like patinaed it? Does it look oh, original? Oh yeah, it's like one hundred percent original, man. I didn't even knock the rust off of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just Wait, well, that's the style, man. Yeah, but like sitting in it, you know, we're going down the road, and it's like two or little friends in there. Every time I shift gears, both their little heads hit the back window. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, like. Wave. growing up like she'll be like why is everybody waving i'd be like they're always waving at you you know and that's why i always said it to her <laughs> and then she got older <laughs> and she got older she's like you you messed up my confidence you know you lied to me <laughs> geez dad Wait, why'd you build me up so much <laughs> right <laughs> you know so my so my son's got this my dad gave him a a 2000 mazda b2500 which is a ranger um, insert ford ranger song Four Rangers. Right. Yeah. Love that. Uh, <laughs> so, but, you know, on the front, it's a Mazda, but it's built by Ford, obviously. Um, so, he's 16. Well, he's 17 now, but, um, dude, he's wanting to, he, he ordered a lower, you know, he works hard. He ordered a lowering kit for it. He wants to put 18 by 8s on it. He wants to put a 5.0 in it. Like, everybody's like, why is he, you know, some of my friends are like, man why is he spending money on that truck i'm like dude i mean that's, that's what we what, did what you don't remember doing do. that right yeah, i'm like i can't i'm like i can't wait till he drops a 5-0 in this thing it'll come like, alive man like i'm gonna help him he wants to leave it a stick when he does that and but right now he's i'm so proud you of know, your we, son i know right i do like every day Corey just makes me happier to know he exists so I jump in there and I'm like, I got to run, you know, I got to go over here. I'll jump in there and drive it, man. It's, you don't, you don't realize how small trucks were back then. Well, you do with that truck. Um, like I had a 70 Chevrolet and that, you, that truck you got, the cab's probably half that size. Oh yeah. But it's, 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 it's small. <laughs> I, I get in my F-150 now. It's a 2021, right? I feel like I'm in my living room. It's, it's crazy in there. But, did I jump in his little truck, man? That five-speed four-cylinder, it's sweet. Is it? <laughs> you got the two-point-two in, in it. It's a two-point-five, which it, yeah, it's not getting, it's not going anywhere. Um, but it's fun to drive. You you wind it out. I mean, and you. So everybody around you, right? Twenty twenty-two. Nobody's got a stick. No. So no. Everybody's just digging his ass all the time because he's, you know, you you push that clutch in, man, they're on you like right then, like because they got automatic and they're just hammered down. And but he he loves it, man. He's he's gonna. I said, look, buddy, you sink as much as you want into it. I was there, I've been there. He's a car kid. Like I try to get him out there to help me work on it. And, I mean, he's not real mechanical, but. He's laying under there with me, nonetheless. I mean, hey, we he's trying. We all started off holding Dad's flashlight. That's right. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, go go find that duck that fell. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional damage, you know. I felt like fifty five years old today in that crawl space. <laughs> oh god! So I can't believe you never had the luxury of working on oil furnaces. Like you never had the the. No. Never had the great experience of the homeowner. How many times you push that red button? Oh, I, I just hit it like once and went light. But they hit it like 15 <laughs> times and burn your eyebrow off, burn your beard off, run for your life, you know? 
Now, I think the only thing I can compare that to is like a, is, uh, what was that? I don't know if it was a pulse. I always think it's a pulse, but it was a Linux furnace with a, it had a damper motor in there that would close, let the gas in there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And (laughs) and if the damper motor failed and you like just thought you could just bypass that, it was going to shoot a ball of fire (laughs) straight out of the front. Uh, I've had a homeowner stand and it was like, and I'm like, no eyebrows. And he's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good up here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a free estimate here, just in just a second. <laughs> Red package unit. I went to one, and the guy didn't tighten up the union. Oh, like the blast door. Like I pulled just in time to watch the blast door tumble across the guy's yard. <laughs> Brand new install. <laughs> was the union? Like, was it inside? Yeah, they put a union inside, and uh, oh, never tightened it up. It just filled up, and when it when it sparked that thing just blew right across i just put just didn't have a 12 inch nipple that day. <laughs> right i just put the van in reverse and started backing up <laughs> oh man so i remember going to a so my dad was a, a builder and a plumber and electrician and i remember going to a call with him when i was probably 10 and we crawled in her crawl space lady was smelling gas and he, of course, he smoked, took his lighter out, lit the old union up. Of course, I was on my way out of the crawl space. Like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, he just lit it up, little blue flame going, put the wrench on there. <clears throat> flame went out. Yeah, fixed the leak. I'm like, man, that just didn't look like a good idea. <laughs> really didn't. Nah, like, I mean, something about the older generation, dude, they just, they had balls of steel, man. Like, I didn't care at all. <laughs> like I don't know what their childhood was about, but like, man, <laughs> no fear. No, like no fear. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. It's just nowadays, you know, you get your, you know, get a greenhorn in and stuff. You know, like you ask him to go to truck and get something, he just stares at you like. Ah. It's just, I have to so, do something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, so what? What are you seeing with kids coming out of school? I mean, I know this is a huge problem, and I hate to get on here and bash schools, but the schools—it's it, a business, right? Right. Like, I want to come up with something. Um. Well, I am going to come up with a program on my own for people for contractors that are hiring guys new or green or. Like, I went to school, too, and when I was thrown into a van, I fell on my face, like, immediately. And and I thought I was pretty sharp, but... Um, you, you know, people just uh, forgot the basics. There's a disconnect there. Yeah, right. they just forgot the basics. They just don't know the operation. I think every service tech should start off life as an installer. Yep. Right, I agree with that. You know, get the principle, because, I mean... You know how many people I talk to that doesn't understand CFMs? Right. Uh, well, here we go with airflow. Right. Like that's everyone. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I mean, like, man, I am a Goodman hater, dude. I will bash that product all day, every day, and I can give 
thousand. Dude, I work on, I don't know, probably 300,000 Gilman units a year. Sick. Right. So I have all right to be a hater. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> most of the time, really, it's like airflow. I mean, people undersize the, undersize the return, like. Well, that's the first, that's the worst part to yep. undersize. It's just so bad. It, you, you can't. I mean, I hate to say you can get away with it on the supply. You really can't. But to a point, you can. I mean, your, your super heat slacking. But, dude, when I take a furnace, and riding has been in some of these classes mm-hmm. where I just restrict the return on a furnace that doesn't even have a plenum on it. And it's a, it's a true variable speed, and it's sitting there shaking because it's running like hell. Yep. And I'll have somebody walk up and put their hand over the top of the furnace, and they look at me like, "Where's the air at?" I'm like, "Dude, it can't, it can't come out if it can't get in." And they're like, "Yeah, but it's spinning." That's like, and that I got does, the side cut out yeah, with the plexiglass, and they're like, "Right." <laughs> they see the motor spinning, and they're like, "Where's the air?" And I'm like, "It." it there's no return, so it can't come out. It can't get in, you know. Like, like that's pretty basic. Like Mitsubishi class, right? MP class. I've been like three times, you know. Like, go there, and I watched everybody except for the three people that was with me because, all right, unit starting to freeze down at the pump down. Man, everybody's checking pressure. Everybody's checking everything. I walk up to it. I just unscrew the cap and look down. Pump down is not open all the way. I open up the pump down. Everything works fine. The instructor looks at me and says, you're the first person in the last 10 classes that just came up with this. <laughs> you talking about like the service valve? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I get calls on the uh, mini split product we sell. Man, this thing's throwing me a, I don't know if it's a, it's like an FO or something. It's, it's like high discharge or something like that. And I'm like, do you open the service valve? And he's like, psh, psh, come on, man. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like, did you open, is it open? Man, I'm not, he's like, I'll call you back. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me back. He never calls me back. I went, I went one the other day and it's been supposedly running for a year. The valves have never opened up on it. Wow. No, it hasn't been running for a year. Compressor toast. You know what I mean? Just yeah, toast. Yeah, it was, to- it, was, it was toast the day they started it. Like, I was just stared and I was just like, I mean, right. you just need to buy a new outside unit. By the time I get all the shrapnel out of every little orifice, I mean, it's going to be. Shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be your best interest just to buy a new one. So speaking of that, I will say that one of the biggest, uh, I don't think it matters what brand, but the biggest warranty on a compressor is like broken scroll plates, right? I know everybody jumps on YouTube and this and that, like they can't pump liquid, but the problem once again is when you have a three ton air handler and you got a two and a half ton outdoor or any half ton outdoor, all these things are shipped on high usually, right? So 
you got a two and a half ton outdoor and a three ton air handler shipped on high um it's not boiling off refrigerant because the air is too much next thing you know it's pumping liquid but that day when you start it up right it's it's not that bad that the subcool is not that bad but you're not checking static you're just checking subcool you got it about seven or eight or eight or ten or whatever and you roll out and it pumps liquid for about a year um she gone it's, you know? yeah it's toast it's they go over there to change the compressor and they cut it out and metal falls out you know like the scroll plates are done like you know some of my heat pump classes i'll shut the supplies all the way down completely and everybody's got to get quiet start hearing it around you listen yeah and you should well you start hearing the this the plates start rattling because it's liquid it's straight liquid in there and everybody's like oh i've heard that yeah you heard it on a startup but you didn't you know in a class like that you hear it change but you you hit the thermostat to cool and you turn it down and by the time you get outside you just think that noise is that noise and check your sub cool good to go roll out and next thing you know damn what's wrong with y'all's compressors man this thing goes out two years every two years like, well i went to a scroll cat class one time and i watched them take a handful of zip it screws jamming in that thing turn that thing on let it run for about 15 minutes then cut it apart all them screws were like perfectly flat like little discs <laughs> i was like that's a bad bitch right there <laughs> yeah dude they're they're pretty indestructible man i'm I, <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know how, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to do that now for sure like you remember the old train stupid Rolox? like i mean whoever oh yeah r2d2 yeah go out there and smack them with a rubber hammer <laughs> all right oh there's dude whatever that that fitting on that compressor you needed like a pipe wrench with a four foot cheater bar to break that thing man like like whoever came with that needs to be shot you know what i mean like it just like they were like you know i'm gonna make somebody have a bad day you know go out there put it on there twist it just rip them all off you know just like man just a bad day you know we usually when i rolled up on those they they got a they got a free estimate oh yeah but it's 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 they're toast well it was so expensive to buy it anyway man rotolock is like it's like 50 dollars well i mean yeah it's crazy 50 bucks for one fitting you know right <laughs> that's like like I really like. I bought the. I bit into that whole ProPress thing. Yep. You know that's I, coming, man. Press fittings are coming with everything that's changing. I, uh, I see sometime in the next, at least the next probably. ten, but really probably more even the next five years. It would not surprise me if they required press fittings as code for everywhere else. The way they're changing everything, it wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, you, you spend like. I think I got four grand invested in mine. While the heads, I, right? yeah, I don't doubt it. All right, then you go buy fittings, you know. Then a simple job turns into like four hundred dollars later. <laughs> You're like, man, <laughs> I, 
I know you just pass the savings on to the customer, but like <laughs> pass the savings on to the customer. That's a good way to put that. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 all it, that's bullet. Somebody's gotta pay for it, you know. It's not gonna be you. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just like technology is just jumping leaps and bounds, you know? Like Oh, every every freaking every freaking few yeah, months we got something crazy man. coming. How many analog equipment's changing? How many analog gauges y'all sell? We well, actually, we we actually still man. sell more than you'd think, just because they're cheap. Dude, that's what I use on all my neighbors' R twenty two units. <laughs> right, because <laughs> you want dirtier gig gauges up. Yeah, I'm not putting my <laughs> I'm not putting my stuff on theirs, man. But no. Not. Oh, it pounds low. <laughs> <laughs> I hate slime. I messed up uh, one of field piece 460s like that. Hooked to it and the slime. Just, oh, jeez. Right? Just throwing yeah. things away, man. $500 gone. <laughs> Just like that. And, it, oh. and I went out there for another company because I'm Moonlight for like two companies. And uh, I go out there and, and the guy who owns that company, he's like, he's like, are, are you all right? You're, you're not saying nothing. I'm like, well, you know, I came out here for a hundred bucks and I just pissed away 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And fast. Oh yeah. I keep the analog on hand for that. For sure. But you know, not to pump you up so much Dennis though, but everybody I send your class, they always come back and they ask me about my tools and my truck. Yeah. I mean, oh, Dennis will bust out some tools in class. No joke. Oh, oh yeah. Because they come back and compare. Like, <laughs> that's what they did that last class. They come <laughs> back and it's like, yeah, you got that. I'm like, yeah. Um, He's like, of course to, I got that. Yeah. You know how to use that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like now on this side of the industry, like, I'm missing all the really cool tools because. I'm not going to buy all that stuff just to try out in my garage, but because I'm not in the field anymore, but my testing stuff, like I got to have that for sure. When I go to a job now, unless it's like today, the supply fell off, but um, <laughs> I really need to assess the whole system, right? So I like my field piece, wireless job link stuff where I can, send it all to my email and love it you can data log with yeah. it you know this yeah what if it's yeah, a i finally got my manometer for it so it's all on there the next thing is uh i hate to buy another multimeter but i want to have all my voltages and amp draws on the same screen too once again just so i can send it to myself but um, I, you know i what you do like it's great to be able to record all of that to keep it as a reference well, that's what that's i gotta do reason. i mean that's where i'm at my truck looks like i'm sponsored by field piece <laughs> right like because i mean my wireless <laughs> scales read up on my on my digital meter you know it's it's awesome you know what i mean but i really hate yeah. their multimeters like it's that delay what what do you like i use fluke, fluke yeah that's yeah. the only thing i use fluke is like my electrical meters the rest of that it's like on field piece city i don't really like so my field my my multimeter is i ain't gonna lie i found it in a crawl space brand new somebody left it poor tech <laughs> um 
but it is the I think it's a 480 it's probably the lowest one they make but it does have um, microamp DC for um, the uh, flame sensor and stuff like that it's got the little tent probe section but it's not a swivel head it's a, it's the shorty yep the little miniature one I mean it's really it's really all you need I mean for like running calls but like i i'm a tool snob like 100 like if if oh, yeah. something's gonna save me 15 minutes i'll buy it like i don't care how much it costs i will buy it because time is money the more calls i make the more money i make that's right you know like uh just just for case in point right like i'm on one guy and on one pickup i did over a half million dollars worth of service work netted that's not gross. That's knitted. Mm. That's a lot of calls. I was hoping it. But I change a lot of compressors and a lot of evap pools. A lot of compressors. You can. A lot of people. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, because you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, I can run this three quarter line set three hundred foot, and it's going to push that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see that a lot now now dennis and i were talking about this the other day what's the worst instance of guys putting line sets on the wrong apartments or outdoor units on the wrong indoor units oh yeah yeah yeah. ran into you've got to have some stories about like crisscrossing them yeah i know you've oh oh (laughs) yeah i do yes (laughs) all right you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, yeah. man, this oh, thing's yeah. freezing up immediately. Well, <laughs> it's like to the wrong area. Right. Like, uh, one of the people I used to work for, okay, they're movers and shakers. They build a bunch of multifamily, okay? Well, I didn't... I'm a little bitter at my company, so I didn't give them that guy's work. Even though we could get all their work, but I don't get a percentage, so I'm not going to do it, right? So he's another right. company... All right, so I go out there and look at this company. A, they ran five eighths line sets to every unit. Eesh. All right, I'm talking about oh, there's two tons. Yep, 180 foot. Oh, jeez. No. All right, the right side of this building, right, is hooked to the condensers. They're all on the roof, right, or hooked on the left side. They're they're all swapped, every one of them, like. First floor does third floor. Third floor is first floor. <laughs> Not just that. Some of the electrical wires are swapped too. So like the upstairs is paying for the middle floors. Like third floor is paying for second floor's light bill. Vice versa. All throughout this thing. Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> well, nobody knew, you know, go out there, you know, I spent about a week straightening out all the line sets and stuff. Well, Nobody said nothing about the power, right? So some of the people started moving out, you know, going to another place, and know, power gets shut off. Just go out there for no heat calls, right? There ain't no power, you know? <laughs> go to the panel box. It's live. Tracing back. No power. So sit there, swap. <laughs> Electrical. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's so bad. The company did it is not in business no more, and that's probably the reason why they're not in business no more yeah that'll do it right there like but it, that's probably the worst one i ever seen you know i've been to a bunch of them where you know 
this one swap with this one uh i'm it's actually when you're doing when you're when you're running everything i hate to say it's it's not that hard to do sharpie write it on the line set <laughs> sharpie. <laughs> yeah, sharpie this show is sponsored by sharpie yep. well um so unfortunately the uh, technical difficulties continue to reign supreme on hvac r&d um <laughs> apparently uh jason's goodman built laptop failed oh, this evening damn. and uh yeah he had a uh, low <laughs> low airflow on his return he lost his compressor on his yeah, deal he's done. so um <laughs> so I'm not, we're not a hundred percent sure where we lost him. Um, we'll figure some of that out when we start editing this, but it, the good thing is, yeah, thanks uh, for Jason yeah. coming on. <laughs> hey, we can't tell him that, but, uh, had a good time. I was in tears with his, uh, critter stories and some of these pictures we're going to post on Instagram <laughs> are, it's, this one's going to be gold. The raccoons staring back gold. at him. I can't wait. <laughs> the raccoon staring back at him through the return. I I mean, I can't even look at that. I'm what's, die what's your static? Oh, it's a point eight, and I'll raise you a family of trash pandas. <laughs> <laughs> the old trash panda just staring him down through the filter. Um, can't make it up. Welcome to HVAC. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. So, is there anything else you wanted to? Um, touch on. I don't know. This has been a long episode. I feel like I need to shut up so you have less you have to deal with. Gross. Granted, I feel like <laughs> I shut up the entire episode. I just I I get to listening to you guys and I just disappear for a little bit because I just love listening to the stories. I can't help it. Well, that's fine. I mean, hey, you, we're gonna have shows where I'm gonna be the same way. Well, and we get some more. uh TMs on here. Well, we you know we get into these service call questions, and you know my background was just so much install that right. you know my story it, it's totally different stories for me now. When he starts laughing at you know sizing houses, you know I had a guy call me with that same question today, and he was he was trying to rule a thumb a house by seven hundred square feet per ton, and I was like, dude, you can't do that. I was like, it's it's not twenty two right. anymore. I said, because I, I I didn't do it with seven hundred feet with twenty two. I said with four ten, you're looking more five fifty, six hundred at the most. Right. I said I said rules of thumb are different with different refrigerants. Now this guy's with a good company, but he's he's only been in the sales side since really August of last year. So you know he's also getting frustrated because he's wondering why it's slow. And you know this. This time of year, it can get kind of slow. January, February oh, yeah. is, you know, if we've done this long enough, you know that's where the lull is, especially with anything new because you're going into tax season and everything else and money just gets tight. Oh, yeah. Everybody's holding out. Well, so if anything, you want to go over what who we got coming on? Coming um, up? Yeah, we can go over a little I bit like of that. To touch on that. So... So let me go double check my calendar, make sure I don't forget nobody. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, see, I like having. Uh, there's so many different avenues of HVAC, man. You got Jason on here. 
you know, new construction, multifamily. Yep. Of course, obviously, he does some service too, but it's a whole other side of it, right? You start talking about tools. This guy over here that's by himself in a truck, he's got his tools he uses, but then you got Jason who's, you know, pulling 12 vacs a day <laughs> or I something. Know. Like, it's a different, it's a whole different yeah. element, right? It's, it's not one's wrong or one's right. It's just, it's, it's different age. That's true. So, all right. So it looks like next week we got our, our good friend, uh, Jessica Bannister, HVAC Jess, who was on the show back in December, but she's coming on again next week. Um, some of it so that we can mutually complain about the fact that we didn't get to go to AHR. Um, well, she went. Well, but, no, she did not go. She didn't get. She oh, didn't she, make it past the airport. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, tell. It was, she. It, it it was rough. Now she got to digitally accept um, some stuff through HVAC Tactical Awards, which I'll let her talk about that because I want her to be able to. We'll, we'll give her a right. raw raw and pump her up for that. She deserves it. Um, so she'll be on next week. The week after, we have um, HVAC Ash. So we'll have a, another global rep on here from out in Arizona. Global is always yep, fun. Global is always fun. Um, I'm actually, I'm, they got some big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Coming behind. Coming behind. Lady Katie. Yep. That's right. <laughs> now I, I'm curious. Um, now the brewery that she is bringing on the show, unlike the one that Lady Katie brought on the show is actually being, you know, cool about, want to participate with us and really push this HVAC brew of the week. So, you know, she might get a leg up at least on the choice of brewery so far. There we go. Um, and then the week after that, um, Keith Flores, or most people know him as HVAC God will be on the show. The first guest in March. Um, Sweet. the week after that, uh, Dennis and I will be, engaged in a manufacturer's conference. Um, so we may or may not have an episode the week, um, that Friday the 11th. We'll see if we can figure something out. Um, but we're going to be traveling a lot that week. So we're not hundred percent sure, but we definitely will be posting some cool stuff on the gram. We're going to try to get my daughter on here to go against my son on, uh, HVAC knowledge. So growing up HVAC part two coming. Yeah, she's wanting to take him down. He, how many components did he guess? Six, something like that. I may have to listen back. And then let's see. So, and then after that, next guy, um, Gil from HVAC Uncensored, coming on middle of March. And then at the end of March, right there, which I've got to send the the invites out for that, is uh, our buddy Lucas from EGIA is coming back on the show. Unfortunately, we did not get to interview him at AHR because he was going to be one of our guests while we were out there. Um, so we're going to see if we can have a fun show with him and make up for that too. Nice. So, okay. you know, we've got a bunch of all-stars lined up. So, uh, you know, go out, check out the HVAC R&D merch store and uh, get ready for a couple of months of some pretty strong content, I have to say. I think uh I think the yeah. show really found its feet around episode 36. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we got spring coming up. We got a lot of 
HVAC's getting ready to, you know, the buzz is out. Um, HVAC's it's just when it starts turning it on. March, April. Everybody's in uh, service, you know, maintenance mode. We're in maintenance mode, and we're in offense mode if you're a TM. And uh, <laughs> you got a big football game coming up. Yep. Somebody's going to talk about got that. Football game. Got some uh, got Valentine's Day. Anything special trend planned for uh, Tracy? Ah. Uh, I, oh, well, you can't talk it, about it because she listens to the show. Dang it. Yeah, it's but true. it's like, yeah. Under wraps. Yeah, no. Under wraps. I actually, it's supposed to be here tomorrow. I actually, I'm terrible at surprises. I'm absolutely freaking horrendous at them because I just want to see the look on Kristen's face. Um, But I've got something she does not know is coming at all. It's supposed to be here, I think, tomorrow. So I'm hoping. Joggers. No, not joggers. <laughs> no, it's it, it's uh, it's like it's a little Valentine present, but I don't know. I'm gonna record it, so I'll post it. It should be funny. All right. Um, I'm hoping I can manage to keep my mouth shut, and this will be a surprise if it doesn't start showing up tomorrow. Because <laughs> then I'll be like, "All right, where the hell's it at?" Uh oh. But well, yeah. All right. Well. Good show. I talk, I did all my talk in the last 10 minutes. Thanks, everybody. Um, Ride and crush. Yes. It. I understood <laughs> the assignment. And I'll be uh, editing this, yeah, for uh, five years. The season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see y'all next Thanks, week. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend.